Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Recently, I heard the news that by the year 2030 all new um, petrol or diesel cars will be banned uh, from being sold in the UK. So in case you don't know, um, we have two kinds of cars, well we have three now, we have electric cars as well, um, but traditionally we've had two kinds of cars in England for quite a long time, um, so we have petrol cars um, and we have diesel cars, so these are just two different types of fuel. Um, now if you're familiar with American English, um, petrol is called gasoline in American English, and as for diesel, I don't think they use diesel in America. So diesel is called diesel. Now, um, the two fuels are slightly different, but sort of the same thing. The engines in the cars, um, the machines that make the cars wheels turn around the engines, um, they work in a slightly different way depending on whether your car runs from petrol or diesel. But you can't put petrol in a diesel car, and you can't put diesel in a petrol car. Uh, If you do, by mistake, when you're filling up your car at a petrol station, or a diesel station, I suppose, (laughs) um, then you're in big trouble because you've got to get that out of your car before you turn your car on, otherwise you could damage your engine. Anyway, so those um, those two uh, 
um, what do we call them? They're fossil fuels, actually. Um, so fossil fuels are fuels that we dig up out of the ground. Um, so yes, we get um, petrol and diesel uh, from oil. So fossil fuels. Those those fossil fuel cars um, are, I suppose, they're dying. Well, they will be in in England anyway, in the UK. They're dying now, and uh, I'm not dying. I guess cars don't die, but <laughs> but I mean um, soon. Maybe in 40, 50 years time, you probably won't see them anymore. They'll be very rare in England. And uh, to be honest, I'm really surprised by this news that I heard recently. I mean, yes, electric cars have have started to become popular. But they're really not popular at the moment really not popular in England. I don't know a single person who drives an electric car. And also, I don't know anyone who wants an electric car. Because electric cars, they're still not, they're sort of not as useful as um, fossil fuel cars. I mean, hmm... I just don't like the idea of uh, running out of battery. I mean, a nice thing about fossil fuel cars uh, is that you can drive all over the country and if you're running out of fuel, you just stop at a petrol station and fill up. Fill up your car. And away you go. And it's, you know, it, it just fills up in seconds or minutes and away you go. But obviously, with electric cars we're going to have to charge them for a long time, for hours before you can carry on driving. Now, I suppose if you get into the habit of charging your car every night, so like I do with my phone, every night I charge my phone. So if you do the same with your car, and I suppose if it can drive far enough, So if it can drive a very long distance with just one charge, then maybe it's okay. Maybe you just never have to go to a petrol station again. Maybe you don't have any need to do that. But still, the the technology is, I guess it's quite mature, but it's still very young. You know, it's still the case that most people, almost everyone here in the UK, drives uh, a fossil fuel car. Now, obviously, I think it's very good, very good news um, that no new fossil fuel cars will be sold uh, after 2030. I think moving to... Um, renewable energy is a good thing. So renewable energy is um, like an energy source that you can easily make again. So, I don't know, make again? (laughs) That you can easily make. So like um, solar power from the sun, uh, wind power, and uh, that kind of thing. 
So electricity uh, can be a renewable energy too. So yes, uh, moving to renewable energy cars, I think is a great idea. I think, well, mm, it's less of a great idea. It's more of just something that has to happen. Because I don't, I don't see how um, we can continue living with um, cars that keep polluting the earth, as well as many other things. Um, but yes, I think if we keep doing that, um, we're going to be in trouble very soon. And we might already be in trouble, I don't know. But certainly... Um, I believe this is good news and I support uh, renewable energy sources even if I'm a little uncertain if I'm a little unconvinced about the idea of having a car that runs on electricity a car that you have to charge uh, like your, like you would charge your mobile phone Although I think in moving to an electric car, the thing I'm going to miss the most will be what, what, what's called manual transmission. Um, transmission's a bit of an advanced word, sorry. But you have manual and automatic cars. Um, so manual cars have a gear stick for changing gears and automatic cars do not. Um, also, you can put them in forwards or, or drive, and you can put them in reverse, and you can put them in neutral, but they don't have a stick for changing gears. So I'm not sure if you know this or not, but almost all the cars in the UK are manual. Automatic cars are not popular here at all. Um, but I know this is not the case in many other countries in the world. So maybe it's a little old-fashioned that everyone drives um, manual cars over here. I mean, we do, we do have some automatic cars. Um, my sister drives an automatic car because she finds using the gears very difficult. <laughs> and indeed... Using gears is very difficult until you have become very skilled um, using gears, very skilled uh, driving a car, a manual car. Um, but I really like manual cars, I have to say. Um, I've always owned manual cars. I have never owned an automatic car. I've never wanted to own an automatic car. Um, but I have driven automatic cars um, several times when I have uh, been in Japan and uh, hired a car whilst over there. And um, to be honest, I don't really like them. <laughs> now, why don't I like them? It's because it feels like a computer has taken away control from me. So if you've never driven a manual car before, 
you won't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you've never driven a car before, you won't know what I'm talking about as well. But um, it's it's so strange. I mean, you just I'm used to listening to the engine, the noise of the engine, and changing gear based upon the noise. Nothing more than a noise. You can tell when the engine needs to change, when you need to change the gear for the engine. And so in an automatic car, I can hear the engine and I'm thinking, I want to change. But the car doesn't change. And I think, can you change now? No, it doesn't change. No, please change now. Um, so it, it changes when it wants to. And I think it doesn't always get it right. So for example, um, if I'm about to drive up, up a hill, so I can, I can look ahead and I can see there's a hill in a distance. I will. I might change my gear down. Um, so I might change from, I don't know, fourth gear to third gear. And this makes it easier for the car to get up the hill. And it doesn't, the car doesn't have to slow down. It can just go up the hill and keep the same speed because I've changed the gear down. Automatic cars don't do this. Um, okay, may maybe there are some very advanced ones that do, but um, certainly the ones I have driven don't do this. So the automatic cars, they can't look ahead and say, oh, there's a hill coming up. I'll change my gear down from fourth to third gear to make it easier when I go up the hill. They can't. They're too stupid. So what happens is you start going up the hill and the car starts to slow down and then it changes gear. That's pretty inefficient. I would rather change gear before going up the hill and then you don't have to slow down at all. It's more efficient. I think, I think it probably saves more fuel. Anyway, um, that's just my opinion and uh, I suppose when electric cars come along, I'm going to have to get used to uh, having a fully automatic car. However, I will say automatic cars work differently, automatic electric cars work differently to automatic petrol cars or automatic diesel cars. Um, they don't have any gears. Oh, I should say automatic petrol cars, automatic diesel cars. They do, of course, have gears. Um, it's just they're hidden from you. But automatic electro electric cars, as far as I know, don't have any gears at all. It's just, there's just one gear. <laughs> um, so that example I gave when an automatic car is going up the hill and then it realizes, oh, I sh now that I'm going up a hill, it's difficult. Um, it's difficult. I'm slowing down. I need to change gear. Um, the automatic electric cars don't do that, I think, because they don't have gears. So maybe driving an automatic electric is okay. Um, maybe I wouldn't mind that as much as driving a petrol or diesel automatic car. But still, for me, Driving a car is something that involves gears and taking that gear stick away from me so that I've nothing to do with my uh, left hand and with my left foot 
you know, for pressing the clutch. It's going to feel very strange. And to be honest, I'm not really looking forward to it. But it's going to help a lot with um, climate change. It's going to help a lot to keep the... Mm, I want to say emissions. That's another slightly difficult word. Um, it's going to... But I'll use it. It's going to help keep the emissions low. So the emissions are, I don't know, like things that are that come out of uh, a process. In this case, out of the car engine, the bad things that come out of the exhaust, the uh, back, the thing at the back of the car, those are emissions, harmful emissions, bad emissions. So it's going to help cut those down a lot, and that should help with um, climate change. Helps help stop, help stop. I suppose, help end climate change, help stop climate change. Hopefully. Um, anyway, what's your country like? Um, is everyone driving manual cars? Is everyone driving automatic cars? And uh, which kind of car do you prefer? Automatic transmission or manual transmission? I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and are having a lovely day. I'll speak to you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.